podcast. Why, thank you. Oh, we're, hold on. I'm just recording. Um, thank you for that, James. You know, actually, I was going to bring this up later, but you opened it up and we'll do it now. So I noticed actually that you had followed me and I was psyched because I'd seen you on Sex Lives of College Girls. And then I think you unfollowed. I was like, is he not picking up what I'm putting down? Oh, what wow. happened? I, I don't know. I, I sometimes don't manage my own social media. So that, that might've been a case of that. We, we will take it off line, <laughs> literally. Um, well, listen, it's so good to meet you. So here's the thing. We're going to get right into it. Okay. Super cringe, pseudo incest, deeply uncomfortable. And it is not even the weekend yet, James. Okay, these are just some of the ways that your movie, I Love My Dad, has been described by the press. So I love that you're going for it. You know, we love a controversial moment here on Cancel Me Baby. And you, the man, the writer, director, star, causing this holster and tizzy are here with us. So here's the thing about your movie. Given all of that, and I'm going to explain to the fans what it's actually about. But given all that, it was a South by Grand Jury Prize winner. So something's resonating, right? I hope so. <laughs> so here's, okay. So here, let me get you all up to speed, all right? So James's movie is like Mrs. Doubtfire Who on steroids, okay? James plays a man, he has an estranged father. The father, Patton Oswalt, creates this social media account, this gorgeous girl, and they end up almost in a really twisted way. James's character falls in love because the dad is trying to reconnect and it's a whole thing. And so with that said, like I said, the pseudo incest, all this, what do you think it is though about this movie that's getting, obviously, like I said, it won this big award. So yeah, I think, I think a lot of us can relate to doing something wrong for the right reasons. And, and I think we want to, we, I think it's nice to have that perspective uh, represented where you're watching someone do something that other people would really, you, you wouldn't want anyone to ever find out that you catfish someone. So I, I was initially just really interested in like, what, what is, I mean, what was that? What is that process like, like creating the whole profile and all, like all of the rationalization one has to go through to do that. But I, I, I'm, I'm particularly drawn to anti-hero stories for that reason, because it, it kind of is like acknowledging our shadow side in a way. Well, it's not only that, but as you've acknowledged and talked about, this is semi-based on your real life experience. Not mm -hmm. only going through a hard time, because we come to learn, we're going to talk about this, that your character had a suicide attempt, right? But all of this happening with the dad and the profile and the catfishing. So I imagine that this is a very vulnerable place for you, James, having this out there getting all kinds of, you know, media attention, people, like I said, putting in their two cents. So talk to me about that because it is personal for you. So is there a vulnerability and do you let judgment or everyone's two cents get in your head? There's definitely a vulnerability. I definitely feel super vulnerable, uh, but that's honestly, I think kind of the job of the storyteller, I, I think. And I wanted to have as much skin in the game and the telling of the story as possible uh, because I, I think it's a, uh, I don't know. I, I, I like having, um, that risk is exciting from, from a storytelling perspective. And, um, 
yeah, I mean, it's definitely, it's scary to put this out there. It's exciting. Um, but I, I, I kind of see that as, as my job is like bearing my, bearing my soul in a way. Have you regretted any of it? No, not, not yet. Okay, good. Yeah. He's like, you're not about to make me bitch, are you? Because no, but let's talk about so something I explore on this show a lot that your movie also explores is none other than masculinity. And I feel like your movie really explores male vulnerability and mental health, right? I don't know if you know this, but there was almost four times as more men than women to die by suicide in 2020, right? But I feel like your movie explores all of this without being cheesy. So talk to me about, you know, how the real life dances with the storytelling, dances with the characters, with really bringing male, because, you know, we have these buzzwords, toxic masculinity, this, that, and the other thing. But like I said, this isn't like cheesier force. So was that intentional? And talk to me about that process. Yeah, I mean, I've struggled personally with anxiety and depression my whole life. And, and growing okay. up, I felt very embarrassed by having these really low moods and, and going to e extreme places emotionally. And uh, I, I'm interested in destigmatizing that. And so many of my friends and, and people in my life s suffer with the same things. But mm -hmm. I, I think uh, for men, especially, there's a shame around it. There's like a, a desire to be tough and be seen as uh, impenetrable. And, um, I think that's becoming less and less of the case, but, um, I, I, I think that we'll also go to great lengths to be seen as tough or strong. Uh, and, and that will often take us completely in the wrong direction, as opposed to just being ourselves and saying what we really feel and, and getting the help we need. Talk to me about, because I feel like everybody right now, listen, I've done it on this show. We all have our two cents and dictate what a man should be. It should be this, it should be that, right? And we're in a cultural clash right now, whether it be politically, socially, you kind of just acknowledge this, but it's like you have one side or say like the right, right? And they're like, a man is, you know, cutting wood and beating your chest and blah, blah, blah. And then you have the other side that I almost feel like is trying to like eradicate all masculinity and almost like, it's, it's like how far is too far of like feminizing men and all that. So how do you see it? Like, what is the balance? And again, always like that term is being thrown around in our business of like toxic masculinity. So how do you see it? I, 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 I mean, I, I really don't know. I, I don't know if I have a strong opinion about what a man is or what a man should be. Um, I, I think it's just so case by case. And I, I just think of, I don't know. I mean, I guess we're just all people trying to figure out how to be the most ourselves we we possibly can be. I I, I don't I don't think a man should be anything or one thing. Yeah. With with that said, because you are opening up yourself, your own personal experience with your story with this movie, but what makes you feel like a most kind of like realized version of a man like your manlyhood manhood and you know when you're stepped into it and like yeah this is what that is I don't know if I'm often thinking about my masculinity um I, I'm I because I'm I I don't know I was raised in large part by my mom and so I I feel like I'm very much her child in that sense I, I I'm I, I'm somebody that boxes and does jujitsu but I'm also in therapy and I talk way too much yeah. about my feelings and cry a lot. Uh, and so I, I don't know if I'm, 
I, I don't, yeah, I, uh, for me, I, I guess I'm just trying to be as honest as I can be and as like, as have as much fun in my life as I can. I like that. That's sexy though, because it's a little, it's a little bit, you know, we don't want a one dimensional, you know, and I say the same thing about woman and womanhood, right? It's like a little bit of everything. So I love that. You're like, I'm going to box and then I'll go cry to my therapist after and I'm going to own every second of it. Like, I love that. I think that's what it's all about. So I'm here for that. Um, has your dad seen the movie? Yeah, my dad saw the movie for the first time uh, at South by Southwest in an audience of like five or 600 people, uh, which was a really fun and harrowing experience. I mean, I was I was really quite scared to share it with him for the first time. Yeah. Uh, but he, he was sitting next to me and uh, I felt very responsible for his experience while he was watching it, but he was laughing and, and crying at certain moments. Okay. And he, and then he came up afterwards for the Q and A, uh, which was uh, a really, it was a trip. Um, so it's almost like that was more vulnerable to you. It seems to me than what you're saying of hearing like what the press has to say and being so exposed and out there. It's almost like that personal experience. I, I yeah. could be wrong. Well, 100%. But... And like in terms of the press and, and this and that, like people are going to think whatever they think and like, my favorite filmmakers are ones that have divisive films and, and films yes. where people love or hate or whatever. And so it's, you know, it, you just have to kind of remind yourself that you're trying to make the thing that you like and, and make it as pure yes. to what you're excited by as possible. Uh, and that purity is going to alienate some people. And, and then other people are going to be really attracted to it for that reason. So, you know, I was just excited that, South by the audiences at South by and, and around the country are are getting the weirdness in this movie and are and and so many people are like digging it and down with it. Was it hard? I mean, because obviously on my show I talk about how everything is like overly PC and whitewashed. This is not PC. Like I said, this is definitely controversial and has people split and feeling all types of way of ways. Was it hard? Because you have an all-star, you have a kick-ass cast as well. So was it hard to get made though? Did you have studios be like, boy, you crazy? Like what? <laughs> yeah, there were definitely a lot of people that were like, we can't, no, we can't make this film. <laughs> like I <laughs> like awesome script, but like, good luck, man. Uh, like take it up with your local high school community theater. Let us yeah, know how exactly, it goes. <laughs> exactly. But then, you know, and then, but then I feel like I found uh, my tribe, so to speak, around this movie yeah. of people that got the heart behind it and, yeah. and weren't, you know, realize that it's not, it's, it's not a movie intended to just be like crazy gross out humor. There's like, I, I wanted it to be uh, emotionally visceral underneath everything that this isn't a movie like American Pie. It's, it's not just like last for laugh's sake. It's, it's laugh sick, right. Yeah. It, it comes from a place of like, these characters really care about one another. And then that's where the comedy comes from. So, I and mean, that's what I was getting at earlier. It's like, sure, all these people can say these things, but what does it say that it's won this like huge award and is getting, right? So that's what I mean about it resonating on some level. Now there is that scene, like we know the scene, you know the scene. What does the scene mean for you, James? Like, what is that really? What is going on there? Because you talk about how this deep down is cathartic and has meaning. So I are see we, the smirk starting and I can't wait. <laughs> I'm on the edge of my seat. 
are we talking about the uh the fantasies intersecting um well i don't want to give away any spoilers okay uh, but uh yeah and it, so it'll be hard for me to talk about without giving away any spoilers anyway there's a scene where uh the intimacy gets to a pretty intense level and i i first off just wanted the movie to get to that place because that's the logical conclusion of a of an online relationship um but i also i wanted i wanted my character his highs to be to be the father character's lows so that we were quickly pivoting between like these these amazing moments and these horrible moments and okay. it was just kind of this like collision of the best and worst things that could possibly happen in the film at that moment I just have to say I respect so much I mean this is what my show is about especially in this time but even like as you as an artist I respect so much that you're like I don't give a fuck like I'm putting my art out there clearly it's working for you because it's getting a lot of attention like I said all-star cast and I just have to say that I respect that I think that's what we need right now everybody's tiptoeing around everybody and trying to please and I don't know what's like I wonder if you think about What's going to happen for me after this? Am I going to get judged? Am I going to be welcomed by Hollywood? Because we all know these people could be a type of way. So I just respect you so much for just being like, fuck it. Caution to the wind. Here it is. People take it or leave it. Oh, man, I appreciate you saying that. Yeah, I, I uh, you know, we're all going to die in like six, you know, soon. Whoever, who knows when. But it's I mean, gonna... at the rate we're going like tomorrow, yeah, like, probably. We're so. all, like, what, you know, we could any moment die so like my goal on this planet is to just have as much fun as I can and be yeah. as myself as I can and any any time I've really been myself and just embraced my own weirdness yes uh, I've enjoyed my life and I've ended up in really uh, the right places and any time I've tried to play by other people's rule books uh even if I've succeeded it hasn't been the kind of success that I'm even really that interested in. And I end up just feeling kind of empty and, and like, what's even the point. Uh, and so I, I, I definitely aspire to care as little as possible about the way other people feel about me. It's, it's hard, it's difficult to, to not care, but um, I don't know. I've, I've always kind of felt like a little bit of an outsider my whole life. And, and I'm now just, in my thirties, like really leaning into that, I guess. Yes. I'm like getting off right now. Like you can't see it. We're only seeing so much of the screen, but yes, like that's exactly how I feel. Even with what I'm doing in my, like I piss off both sides and I don't care. It's like, I just, and it's I, a journey though. Cause I, I used to care, but, but like, how are so we, liberating. To, how are we supposed to know one another if we're not like throwing up a flag and being like, yo, this is what I'm about. And I think that's, I think like the most meaningful experiences in our lives are when we're seeing and being seen. And that's how real intimacy between people is created is when you're being yeah. totally yourself. And so I, I don't know. I, yes. I, I my favorite people are the ones that are just throwing up a flag and it may yeah. not fall on, on one team or another, but I think that's how you you create a group of people yeah. around you where you know you can be more authentic. And I, I think then you're not having to check in with everything you're saying. You're just able to be yourself. And I so resonate with what you said about it's like it's changed my life. It's like, yeah, I could like stay with what people want, but it's so not rewarding. I mean, like 
in a, a personal example, I called out a big celebrity, Chrissy Teigen, a couple of years ago over something I believed in. It was this whole hoopla. She came after me and I ended up changing the whole course of my life for the better. And it came around in a whole 360 moment. So that's what I think you're getting at is like in the end, it's it's always worth it. Um, and speaking of it, I just really want your take on this. I don't know if you saw this. Something else I spoke to unabashedly is... Um, your fellow HBO actor, Sydney Sweeney. Now she, I just wanted your take on this because we're all in the same age group and you're also up and coming, but I'm sure you saw, she talked about streamers and how they don't pay as much. And you're also on HBO and I wanted your thoughts. Like, could you give her the benefit of the doubt? I was a little hard on her. I did a whole episode on it, but given that you're in that world, I wanted your thoughts on her comment. I, I actually am not familiar with her comments specifically, uh, but I don't know. I love Sydney Sweeney. I think she's a great actor. Okay. Yeah. She's, she's obviously on HBO, but she talked about how actors aren't getting paid as much as they used to. So it's like hard to make ends meet and get by. And a lot of people, including myself were like, huh, what on HBO? So, and I, yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know if I have much to add to that conversation. No worries. So lastly, I have to, I have to wrap. No, I respect it. You're like, don't, don't know lady. Um, this is the last thing I'll say, cause I have to wrap. So in a really nice way to wrap. So in another interview, you said, speaking to this movie, we're all, and it speaks to everything we talked about today. You said we're all messed up in our own ways and it's about accepting each other and our messed upness. And I just want you to speak to that very last note, because I think we're in a time where we all have to be validated and heard and right. And there's something really beautiful and challenging about being like, no, you know, what? I'm going to accept this person where they're at and as kooky as it is. So last, you know, thoughts on that. So much of what we do is just driven by like our our uh, shortcomings and our insecurities and then i feel like so much of our culture is around like fixing ourselves and fixing each other and and i don't i don't know there's only so much of that you can do and focus on before you're like we're not we're not ever going to be fully realized like we have to meet one another where we're at and i find that like the best parts of people are often just different sides of the worst parts of those people like Personally, I'm kind of a, a very intense person, which makes me uh, like very passionate and and I care a lot about things. And but it also makes me impossible to be around at some at some moments. And I I think you I would rather have somebody with uh, extremes that, <laughs> than somebody that's just middle of the road and, and trying to play it safe. I I just I, I'm attracted to people like that more. Well. Uh, we all respect you here. And I say, we take it offline on IG. We'll do a mutual follow for real. And I think that you should come back and we can, I know junkets are hard. It's only 15 minutes. So whether it be men lost in the sauce, your artistry going there, I say you come back and join us again. And we'll really, it's like a taste. We'll really get into it. If you're down. I'm, I'm into it. Let's do it. Okay. I can't wait. Awesome. James, thank you so much. And congratulations on the movie. Oh, Kudos. Thanks. This was so fun. Thank you. Likewise, massive kudos. We'll do it again. All right. I look forward to it.